Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is once again your host at kiana.mtriplej on Instagram. My name is Kiana for those of you just tuning in. And this is episode four of Low Key Genius. And I have a very special guest with me here today. A very extremely mysterious person, supposedly, but someone who I'm super happy to be sitting here talking with today. Kiara, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name is Kiara. You don't really need to know my Instagram, but I am the founder and creative director of a swimmer brand, Little Black Bikini, and the Instagram for that is LBB Society. Awesome, awesome. So, for those of you who are not familiar with LBB Society, it is an awesome swimwear brand with super super dope pieces i mean if you're if you live in new york you're obviously very familiar at this point and if you're not you better (laughs) tap the fuck in but that's why we're here today we're here to talk all about kiara lbb and everything she's doing behind the scenes of instagram of course so lbb please forgive me i'm really giggly right now (laughs) (laughs) it is okay that's why we're here we're here to laugh talk shit you're right. just you know all right let's start where do we even begin where did lbb start <sighs> damn so i kind of knew like throughout my whole life i knew that i wanted to do something in fashion i just never really knew what my niche was like i remember my mom telling me once that when i was like two three years old she was taking me a bath <laughs> and i just told her i was out of nowhere i was like mommy i want to make curtains and like she just she always reminds me of that um and i remember throughout high school i kind of hopped from different like career interests i thought i wanted to be a designer and then i thought i wanted to be a stylist and then i thought i wanted to be like a fashion editor at a magazine um but then one day i think i was going on vacation for my birthday and i couldn't find any bathing suits so i just like went on around twitter and i was like damn like i can't find any bathing suits that i like i wish people would stop making the same things and then i just i posted um bathing suits from like the 80s and i was like i wish people would make shit like this and then one of my great twitter friends um his name is jordan shout out to jordan he tweeted me and he was like well why don't you just make them and it just like I was like it yeah. sparked something in you yeah I was like you know what you're fucking right why don't I make something and I think that was back in 2015 that he kind of like put that idea in my mind and I didn't start it until 2018 so it was kind of like three years in the making that I was like thinking about it I was like kind of nervous I was like people aren't gonna buy this like people aren't gonna give into it and so it was a really long time of just battling myself and and my own doubts and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna do it and so it was just a lot of research for those three years a lot of like back and forth with myself like am i really gonna do this or not and it just happened you mentioned of course the 80s and everything so is that where your first initial inspiration came from just like looking back and being like damn i don't see this exact thing that i want 
or was it like did you have to wait a while to really get inspired to make something so initial initially excuse me initially when i first started i was like i really want my brand to have a very like vintage feel Mm-hmm. And I want to bring back all of these really amazing, like, sexy styles from the 80s and the 90s, like the Brazilian cut, high cut thongs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted my brand to kind of be an extension of, of who I am and how I dress, which is very minimal, very classic, but stylish at the same mm-hmm. time. And the more I started, like, designing and shit, the more I kind of, like, totally fell off track from what I really wanted. Um, So I'm definitely still in the space of, like, kind of creating my brand identity, figuring out what my style is. So, yeah, I'm confused right now, (laughs) to be completely honest. Look at that. We would... Girl, you play this off well. You make it look easy. Cause Girl, it's we not never easy. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's what I thought, too, when I first started. I was like, it's swimwear. Like, it's just, it's spandex and lining and, and fucking elastic. <laughs> How hard could it really be? But honestly, swimwear and lingerie are two of the most hardest, mm. intricate, um, you know, things to make. So it's a lot of of research and work actually i don't think people really understand how much work goes into um creating your own design and not just like buying a shirt and like right. screen printing i mean sh- shout out to the people who do that no disrespect to the people who do that but um yeah it's a lot of work please progress <laughs> at some point though you know okay. i mean if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do and that's fine and I, no shade Awesome. So when you first designed and like brought, you know, whatever was in your head into like actual real life, did you test it out like on yourself? Did you like, were you gifting to your friends? Like what was that first initial like, oh my God, the design is now here. It's in real life. I can feel it. What was that initial experience like for you? So for the first year, the sampling process um was really fast and I think that's one of my biggest regrets is that I my first launch happened so quickly and I didn't really take the time to Mm -hmm. figure out like um how pieces fit on the body and how they would wear out like you know if you're constantly going to the beach and you're washing your bathing suit how it would last um so I think my first collection I probably spent a few months like designing and sampling and I just tested everything on myself since I'm like a medium so that's kind of how I go that's how I figure out sizing Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm a pretty I don't know I'm a pretty average medium sized person Mm -hmm. um so I would test everything on myself and I still do and from there I would just make adjustments and produce everything awesome yeah sounds honestly like a big trial and error error fashion is definitely a big trial and error thing and that's i've learned so much and that's the thing people don't understand is that i actually don't have any formal education on this i didn't go to school for fashion 
uh, everything I know is self-taught, literally mm-hmm. from like YouTube, books, Google. Right. Um, but I think the passion that I have, I got from my grandmother because she was the seamstress for most of her life. And she pretty much raised me. So I was at her house all the time. And she had like these two big ass industrial sewing machines. Mm. And she would make everything. She would make all her own clothes. She would make some of my clothes sometimes. And so that's another thing I regret. I regret getting into this late because she could have taught me so much more than what she did. She taught me a lot. She taught me the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really could have used her as a resource and I didn't because I'm stupid. <laughs> Don't be so I'm hard so on mad yourself. at myself for that. But um, yeah, it is trial and error. And this collection that I have coming up for next year, I'm actually starting already mm. so that I have all year to get everything perfect instead of kind of like fixing the mistakes as I go because mm-hmm. you never want to do that ever. So what's the, so what's that process like for you? Like coming up with the collection? Is it like an immediate like you see something you're inspired, you you know, sort of dive into it and then it's like boom, there's a collection or do you feel like you have a lot of moments where you're like, "Oh, that could be cool." And then you pause on that and then you're like jumping on another idea. It's kind of actually it's a mixture of both i think it's a perfect combination of both um because there are a lot of designs that i'm sleeping on um that like when i think of what i want my inspiration to be it just doesn't go with that particular design so i'll Mm -hmm. just hold off and figure out where i can incorporate it later on um but it just really happens organically like sometimes i'll be inspired by a location for example mm-hmm. like this this year's collection was inspired by tulum and and my shout out to there. tulum shout out to tulum and shout out to everyone who was there during quarantine i was living through yeah anyway um so yeah sometimes i get inspired by location sometimes i get inspired by colors and textures and it's really whatever whatever inspires me first i'll go off of that so like if i'm inspired by something that i design I'll just go off of that and build off of that. Or if I'm inspired by, I don't know, a place, an object, Mm -hmm. it's really just whatever comes first. And then I'll expand on that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Where do you, what do you feel like initially were some of like your biggest inspirations when you're, when you first started thinking about like, okay, swimsuits, LBB society. So I think my biggest inspiration and now that I look back on it nature has always inspired me like Mm -hmm. my very first collection and the colors that I chose and like the material that I chose it was based off of crystals it was based off of like onyx and opal and sapphire and stuff like that um my second collection was inspired by this iridescent fish that like is all different types of colors and that's where like I got all those shimmery colors from Mm. and then like I said this um past collection was inspired by Tulum and like um nature the jungle the water the sand Mm -hmm. things like that so nature and also I'm an earth sign shout out to my Virgos um Ah! 
<laughs> shout out to all shout out virgos. to virgos it's, it's september happy birthday all virgos yes happy birthday guys um so being an earth sign i'm just naturally gravitated towards just outside earth nature yeah so that's definitely my biggest inspiration i think that's going to continue to be like the source of my inspiration see i remember seeing your first shoot if i'm not mistaken with sort of that like crystal like background set and that's what really honestly caught my eye because i was very much like wow this person puts a lot of thought into what they do and it was exciting to see a shoot like that done from someone who was so like early in what they were doing and it just felt very like oh my god like you pay attention to detail so i love that photo shoot and It was just like an amazing experience as stressful and overwhelming as it was it was just so much fun because i knew that when i started my brand i was like i don't want to be just some like instagram boutique type thing where like Mm -hmm. people are dming me because they want to buy my shit like i want a real photo shoot i want a real campaign i want a real website where people don't have to fucking talk to me they can just go on the website (laughs) and buy whatever they want don't talk to me and and yeah I just wanted again I'm a Virgo so I'm a perfectionist I wanted everything to look as professional Mm -hmm. as possible like I want my shit to be elite you know like I I never want to be known as like that girl who just like half asses shit and just like Mm -hmm. makes clothes because you know that's what's popping right now like I want people to I wanted people to understand that, like, this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life, and it's yeah. going to show in my work. So I remember doing so much research on how to, you know, make the background look like that. Shout out to my photographer, Antonetta. She's amazing. She is one of the most talented people I know. And she was so invested. Mm-hmm in making the shoot as good as it could possibly be she was doing probably more research than i was she was always she was constantly like dming me texting me like hey like you know i found this maybe we Mm -hmm. could use this like i'll buy she was so helpful and i really couldn't have done that shoot without her she even got like she found two girls to model for me for free which i totally appreciate um so yeah that was a real stressful photo shoot but it turned out amazing and I'll always remember it yeah yeah it looked like it looked amazing thank I'm you because of her photoshop like, too like I'm telling you she's so talented and yes, she was able to, to like creatives she was able to like manipulate all the colors and it I don't know what she did but she did her shit <laughs> <laughs> she did she clearly did but that it just it showed a lot i think especially for your first photo shoot from what you're saying it it definitely looked like top tier it was like okay like you're serious this is not just like totally put on this bathing suit and go to the pool and take pictures (laughs) and boom obvious swimwear campaign i mean shout out to the people (laughs) who do that you know there's that's the thing there's no right or wrong way to do this i i completely understand that like if you don't have the resources for that and the only place to shoot is True. like your backyard or your fucking kitchen whatever but that's just not what i wanted to do especially not you know 
I, I don't have a big following and, and people mm-hmm. don't know me like that. I don't have that many friends. So I knew that people weren't going to support me just because they like me because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, I have no other option but to make an amazing product and do some great ass marketing for people to, like, you know, give in to what mm-hmm. I'm making. I mean, you did a good job. Thank you. In. What do you feel like, you know, for yourself anyway, as a designer, where where have you felt the most, like, either the most challenging part of this whole process, or where do you feel like you've progressed the most? Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is challenging. Like I said, I don't have a formal education, and so I feel like I'm always... Truthfully, I feel like I don't belong, you know? I feel like, oh, mm. I, I didn't graduate from this school and, like, I didn't, I, I didn't mentor with this person and, you know, I, don't, I didn't do all those types of internships. So I kind of feel like I'm invading a space that I don't belong in. Mm. I don't know. It feels really weird because in reality, fashion is really trivial. Like, you know, anyone can do that. You don't have to, like, graduate from a certain school to, to make clothes. But I don't know. That's just the vibe it gives. It gives that vibe a lot of the time, just speaking from a fashion student point of view, mm-hmm. because a lot of the, you know, work in in school and educationally that does get put into like this shit where you're sitting in classes learning about production and marketing and all this stuff. And it's like that time and that effort and then having to go out your way to get internships. And so it feels very like. I worked for this spot that I have marketing for whoever or now I've been taught. But, you know, it's if you can teach yourself, essentially, and if you can, you know, gather the resources on your own, it should still provide that same like you worked for your spot. Essentially, you weren't. It's not a handout to where someone said, come here. Look, you can do this. I'm going to teach you. Boom. And now you're doing it like you taught yourself. And that's what I'm most proud of, you know, because I didn't really have, I mean, I did there. I can't ever deny that there were people that helped me along the way. But for the most part, I kind of just had to put myself out there and, and figure shit out on my own and kind of use my my passion and my love for swimwear to just keep motivating me. Um, so I think I'm most proud of my consistency because there were so many times where I just wanted to like, I just wanted to be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm over this shit. This is way too much work. It's way too much pressure. And, um, I definitely felt that my first year because I put in so much work. I did so much research and I didn't get the outcome that I expected to be very Mm -hmm. honest. I didn't sell as much as I thought I would. It didn't take off the way I thought it would because I was like looking at other people's success mm. and I was comparing myself and I'm like, damn, like, why isn't, you know, like, what is, what are they doing that I'm not doing? So it was really, it was a really bad space to be in. That comparison mode is killer. Yes, yes. And on top of the fact that I was a full-time student at the time and I was working full-time. So it kind of felt like I had no time to to be as consistent as I wanted to be 
Um, so that's why things kind of moved very slowly for me for the first two years because I just didn't have the time. And when I did have the time, I didn't have the energy because like mm-hmm. I was fucking doing homework and, you know, just clocked out of a fucking nine hour shift. I'm like tired. Right. <laughs> so I'm really happy that I've been consistent and I haven't given up because that's another thing about me is that I have tried so many things in my life from like gymnastics modeling I literally signed up for Barbizon when I was like a teenager shout out to Barbizon shout out to Barbizon <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that's wow. a throwback I haven't heard a of that literal shit in throwback but yeah like I've I've done gymnastics modeling I've done fucking ballet I've done fencing like I've done so many Damn. things yeah I've, I've done so many things and I gave up on all of them and this is the one thing that I have yet to give up on and that's kind of how I know that this is where I'm supposed to be because the the regular me would have been just you know bye like, yeah I would have been like I'm done I'm over it I'm on to the next thing but I'm still here and honestly you can see my progression in my work in my actual bathing suits, the quality has progressed. In my marketing on my social media, just like my content has gotten better. There's, I have a lot of things to be proud of and I don't, I feel like I don't give myself enough credit because I'm always so hard on myself. We all are definitely very hard on ourselves. So totally. I completely feel you on that front. And honestly, yeah, comparison mode, a lot of us get into comparison mode more than we like to admit. It's the worst. So at least you can actually admit, like, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm not giving myself the credit that I really deserve to give myself, which is like, that's, that means a lot. At least you're acknowledging, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. There's this quote, I don't know who said it, but they said, um, comparison is the thief of joy, something Absolutely. like that. And it's totally true because my first year, I was miserable because I was so focused on, like, why, you know, why is this girl getting, like, a million dollars in revenue and I'm not? Why is this girl, like, she just got her, like, 5,000 fucking order and, you know, no one is catching on to my shit. So, I was really, like, bitter and I was just, like, truthfully, I was just, like, jealous. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. why, why am I not getting Where's my credit yeah, yeah. Why, why am i not getting the same type of recognition and that's really where you can fall off without even noticing because mm-hmm. like you're so busy worrying about other people and you're not giving that energy to yourself and what you should be focusing on exactly so that was that was something that i definitely had to learn and overcome and i did and now I look at my peers or I look at, you know, women doing the same thing as me and I'm just like, I'm really happy for them, genuinely. It comes Mm -hmm. from a happy place and I'm really inspired by them and motivated by them. Like, oh, this girl is, you know, she's doing her thing. That's amazing to see and I can do that too and I'm going to get to that position. But I had to learn the hard way that everyone has their own path. Absolutely. And, you know, my time will come. Um... I've kind of told myself that slow progression is better than no progression. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just have to be grateful for, you know, like, just the fact that 
anyone even wants to buy my shit is something that I should be grateful for because no one is forced right. to like my stuff. No one is forced to like, you know, give their money to me. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that I, I need to be grateful for, you know, the progress that I've made and the success that I do have and my time will come and I just have to keep working and that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. That you just said a word. And I mean, honestly, for anybody listening, like if you didn't catch on to any of that and you still stuck in comparison mode, then like you got to get out of that on your own time. Rewind, baby, and and listen to that again. Rewind, please. (laughs) Aside from comparing, what do you feel like, especially now, is really like that separate from LBB society and like just other swimwear brands that you're like seeing today other i guess competition what is like that separating source for you even as a designer like what are you really like i'm passionate about making this like a big key point in my brand truthfully from from the moment i started this i knew that i wanted everyone who bought my stuff to like feel good about themselves so i'm very What's the word I'm looking for? I'm very um, focused on how things feel on your body and how things fit and how things flatter your your mm-hmm. silhouette. And honestly, the one thing that I love, the one thing that makes me cry is when I get DMs from girls telling me how this is the first time that they felt comfortable in their body and how this is the first time that they feel like sexy and beautiful on the beach and you know that makes me feel so good it makes me feel so good that I'm helping girls fall in love with themselves Mm -hmm. because I've always had that issue I mean I feel like I feel like every girl has had their moment where they're just like they don't they don't feel good about themselves right you know and so for me to be able to you know help someone boost their confidence that's everything to me so I'll always be focused on um how things fit and how women feel when they wear my stuff I mean it definitely shows because the material on your last collection it's amazing it's amazing I'm not saying that because I made it but like it's really good no it's (laughs) it's amazing like it's super soft it just feels like it feels so nice like quality it doesn't feel cheap which I personally do love and it you're because I think I have two there's a black one that I do always wear and that's like that's my go-to bitch. <laughs> like, that I'm so is happy you said my that. go-to bitch. Any of my, if if you've been around me this summer, like you know, that's Aww, my go-to. That's bitch. So cute. <laughs> but see, and I love that. I I love that. Like I love that people, and that's what I want my my brand to be about. I don't want it to be just like a one and done type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Like, I, I can only wear this once. Like, it's not really in style anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want people to always go back to that. Like, they know that they can count on that bathing suit to make them look good, you know, Absolutely. to make them feel good. Like, you're going to look cute, and it's always going to be in style. That's what I want. So, yeah. that was really cute that you said that. <laughs> no, I mean, I've heard it from just other people in general as well that I've been around that do have, you know, a bathing suit from you. It's like nothing beats like that fit and a ton of people I 
I'm not gonna lie. I heard a rumor that you make a bitch feel skinny. <laughs> really? So. That's. I mean, I be feeling like that too sometimes. Like when I got my samples this summer, and I was trying them on. <laughs> I was like sending videos to my boyfriend trying them on. I'm like, damn, I look good. Like I look like I lost five <laughs> no, pounds. Really type though, shit. <laughs> like you will put that bathing suit on and really be sitting there like, did I gain weight? <laughs> this weight is hitting. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how you're supposed to feel. And I I don't want to exclude women from that feeling because you know not everyone is gonna wear a thong. Right. You know, so that's why I always come out with like more than one style because not everyone is gonna feel comfortable in a thong. Not everyone is gonna feel it's comfortable like <laughs> almost showing their nipple. I mean, that's I feel good like that, but you know, the next person who may be a little bigger than me might not have that, or even someone smaller than me just might not. Shout out to the itty titty crew. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> um, but I just, I, I want to cater to as many people as I possibly can, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, extra large coming soon. Don't worry, guys, I got you. Um, but you I heard just, that. I just want to make everyone feel beautiful. Everyone deserves that feeling, you know? Pause for a moment. I just want to say, honestly, your body is sick. Oh, thank like, you. It is amazing. I gained 20 pounds this quarantine. <laughs> no, seriously, your body is like, you're so fit. Girl, no, I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> you, not. You you look fit. Thank you. Uh, you know, like, all you need to do is suck in your stomach a little bit. and I'm crying. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Guys, come on. I don't, you really you don't think I out. look like that on Instagram? No, I don't work out. I don't do shit. I just gained you 20 pounds. You look like you work out and maintain, like, this perfect sort of Baby medium girl. between, like, I'm not extremely fit. I don't be in the gym every day. But, like, you know, I go on five-mile hikes every now and no, then. No, I do not. You <laughs> saw me You saw me sweat and breathe heavily up those flight of stairs just now. So, I don't work out. <laughs> it definitely looks like it. I'm really flattered that people always compliment my body because body dysmorphia is a thing, bro. Like... I was looking at my pictures last night, just, I don't know, reminiscing, and I saw a picture of myself from two years ago, and I mm -hmm. look like a twig. And I remember, I specifically remember how I felt during the time that I took that picture. I felt so fat, and I felt so... I feel you. I feel you. I felt so fat. I felt so out of shape. And looking back, I'm like, bro what the fuck was good with you, you like was, were you depressed or yeah. some shit like you don't look <laughs> i did not look like myself it's crazy and now like every time i you know bump into someone they're like oh my god you look so good blah 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 i'm like i gained 20 pounds like what are you talking about no you i don't do. know people i just don't see what people see it's it's ridiculous it's really funny it's really funny that i have a swimmer brand and i promote body positivity but like i'm always kind of like second guessing Super my conscious body. yeah um. it's crazy I'm, I, I people think that i have like this complete confidence which i do don't get me wrong i'm not like insecure or anything but i definitely have those moments where i'm just like bro you need to get it together i feel you because yeah. i mean honestly yeah i've had moments exactly like what you're saying like you look back at a picture of yourself and you're a fucking twig and you were remembering everything you were saying at the time yeah and it's like 
oh my god what are you talking about you see this gut i have this gut it's so weird it's, it's so so weird shit ever and body dysmorphia has just been a thing for like the past few years with the growing fucking margin of whoever's getting plastic surgery totally. whoever's doing something to their body and it has people in a notion of like should i do something to my body because i don't like the way that you know my right arm looks a little chunkier than my left <laughs> but it's... i think we just need to remember that like imperfection is beauty at some point it's like to be reaching for this perfect perfect gold star is one thing but then it's a complete different thing to really just be like going forth to what makes you happy like what is going to make you happy because is it going to be like seven surgeries down the line where at the third one you were like oh i'm so happy now but now here we are seven surgeries down the line and you're still not happy i've heard plastic surgery is addictive and you know i don't knock anyone who's who's done it i mean absolutely not i mean do what am you do. i am i gonna act like i've never considered it no um i just I, actually i'm i'm really happy that like plastic surgery and like things like botox and fillers like i'm kind of glad it's being normalized because it's always been a thing right like you really think j-lo and kim kardashian like you really think these people look that good naturally like no they have some type of botox honey Mm -hmm. let me tell you don't be fooled i just i just want people to feel good about themselves you know like regardless if you want to change how you look Mm -hmm. um cosmetically or whatever the case is like I said, everyone deserves to feel good about themselves. Right. That's it. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, like, feeling good about yourself can come in many different forms. So it's like, you know, that physical appearance alone is not only going to make people, like, do you feel good about yourself, girl? Like, your hair is right. done. You look like a 10, but do you feel good? Right. You can't you, rely on your appearances. Energy. Yeah, you can't rely on all the, like, outer exterior things that would make it seem like you know you on point you straight at the end of the day it comes down to like your energy level as well like bitch are you getting enough sleep (laughs) i totally agree no i'm not maybe that's why you a little grumpy grouch every day that's super true so also i see you travel a ton girl i'd be home and i'd be depressed Let's talk about it. No, let's talk about Instagram real quick. You travel a ton. Honestly, you I'm travel more lie. than most. I, I've been to a few places, yes. I love traveling, and that's something that my parents have instilled in me um, since young. Um, every birthday, I was out in Disney World, living it up at 10 years old, or I was in Miami, or I was in Mexico, or I was in Thailand, whatever the case is, but um, my parents definitely spoiled me through experiences. So like, I definitely had a great childhood because of them. They always made sure that every birthday I had was amazing. And that's why I always try to travel on my birthday. It's just like a Mm -hmm. tradition that they kind of instilled instilled in me that i want to carry on throughout my adulthood because i don't know i feel like people when people you know get older they just don't give a fuck about their birthday i'm like (laughs) why like your birthday is your day that's like your one day to act however you want to act you know like you should enjoy that day so i definitely enjoy my birthday 
um, but I haven't haven't traveled on my birthday for a while. But yeah, I've been to a few places. What has been like your favorite place thus far? Like a place you will absolutely be like, I'm gonna go back there. Truthfully, Tulum has been. Tulum is like in my top three. It was so much fun. The people are amazing. I love Mexican food, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I can mm, eat Mexican same. food every day of my life, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, the beaches were incredible. It was just awesome. Tulum was an amazing, amazing vacation. Um, Thailand was beautiful. I need to redo Thailand, actually, because... It is that rained. something you feel like you regret? Like you feel like that was a bad trip for you, and you just—it wasn't like, a bad trip. It was just that. the weather was bad, so uh-huh. I couldn't experience. I couldn't fully experience it the way I wanted to. Um, but Thailand is beautiful, and that is probably like the best birthday vacation I've had so far. Because on my birthday, um, I went with my god sister, so. We traveled, I think, like two hours to this waterfall, mm. and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a hike, and there's like eight different levels. There's literally eight different waterfalls. Oh, it was the most amazing experience of my life. I love nature. I love water. I love the beach. So that was awesome, man. I want to go back. There's so that many places fire. I want to go to. Where, what's next on your list? Like I've been big, dying. big. I, I need to go to Colombia. I love Colombian mm. food. I just feel like Colombia would be so much fun. Um, where else? I've been dying to go to Japan. Everyone that I know that has went there loves it and they want to mm-hmm. go back. Um, and also Bali. I, I, I really want to go oh, there. Oh, I love Bali. I really like that's in my top i would live there bro like honestly i'm ready to just get up and and move somewhere tropical and just live in a fucking hut on the beach (laughs) and like just be away from everyone that's are you like absolutely not for the cold weather i hate the cold weather (laughs) i hate it so much but i also hate hot weather i don't well i hate new york summer weather okay like it's just hot and my, sticky. And yeah, because, like, I need... I love the ocean. I love swimming. So when, you know, when I'm hot, I'll just fucking go to the beach. Right. I can't do that here. <laughs> so I'm always, like, in a bad mood in the summertime here. Because it's like, damn, it's so hot. And, like, I can't even what can refresh you do? myself. Where the hell could you go? Exactly. <laughs> so I hate New York summers, truthfully. But, um... I love the summertime. I love tropical weather. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Are you much more of vacation or a girl's trip? Girl, I, you know, I love my friends, but I'm a vacation girl. What can I say? <laughs> I am shocked. Really? Yes. No, I'm... Yo. Yo. You don't, you don't know me then. Have you ever been anywhere alone? I've never been anywhere alone, and honestly, I, I was supposed to go to Jamaica for my birthday next week, but, you know, things happened, and I had to cancel that, um, and I was thinking, I was like, why don't I just go somewhere by myself? I was like, no, I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would go somewhere by myself, but um, 
I don't know. I'm just Is not it ready. just like the timing? Yeah, it's like too it's much not anxiety surrounding being by yourself in another country right now. Yeah, definitely <laughs> timing. Like I don't want to go somewhere under the circumstances that I'm in right now Absolutely by myself. Not. I know a lot of like especially us women like these days because we're so forthright in like whatever it is that we want to do like whatever avenue we go into we're very like i'm gonna do this and like if i don't have the support i need from the partner that i want to be with then like i'm out Mm -hmm. which is really interesting to see that we're not you know super reliant on our partners or whoever these days to like you know be there for me and then if you're not there for me, I might stay and cry about it. It's very like, be there for me or I'm out. Let me tell you something. <laughs> My bitches are out here and they're they're getting the work done. Like, I know so many women mm-hmm. our age that are doing the damn thing. And that is so beautiful to see. That's Absolutely. so amazing to see that, you know, women don't really, like, we don't really need ya. <laughs> like, you know, especially not to get you know to accomplish our goals we don't need you if you want to be around that's fine mm-hmm. but that's something that really makes me happy to see is seeing women that don't need to rely on a man like you don't need that person to get your shit done or to feel good about yourself or to make moves you know i love that and i want to be that kind of woman I, I think i am that kind of woman i would hope so do you feel like you've ever gotten to a point where you've come across, you know, just like women who are saying they're supporting women and then, you know, kind of coming across like a completely different way? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um I mean I mean in the line of work you're in, like all we do is deal with with women essentially and beauty and exactly things of that nature where it can seemingly get pretty catty at the end of the day (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm not one for drama i'm really really not um i'm gonna support whoever Mm -hmm. genuinely because i absolutely want to um if you don't want to do the same, that's fine. I don't expect it from you. It would be nice, but, you know, I don't expect that. I just expect people to be real, you know? Like, right. if you don't want to support me, you don't You don't need to pretend like you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll do the same. I'm not out here just giving support because that I feel like that's what I'm obligated to do. If I support you, it's genuine. Um, right. But honestly... No matter who you are and no matter what you're doing, like, if you're a woman and if you're my age, like, I want you to succeed. I, I want you to excel in whatever it is that you do, even if we may seem like competition to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone who has started a swimmer brand or wants, you know, like, I want to support you. And um, what's that? what's that saying? Like another woman's light doesn't dim your own oh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. basically you know like i don't want i don't want to feel threatened by anyone and i don't want anyone to feel threatened by me right basically period <laughs> period and there you have it i feel like it's important to really be transparent and really like at the end of the day word is bond like totally mean what you say i've say definitely you come across women who 
are who kind of all about that fake support yeah like women supporting women but really you're just supporting your group of friends yes you know and and that's that's fine but like don't don't you're being fake like let's just be real you're being fake you know if you only want to see your friends succeed just say Mm -hmm. that (laughs) Because, I mean, at the end of the day, are you supporting women or are you supporting the three women that you know? Exactly. And I don't know. That's just not the way to be. I'm I'm such a big person on, like, I expect people to treat me how I treat mm-hmm. them. And I'm just learning not to take things so personally. Yes. Because it can really fuck with your head. Especially me as someone who always, like, overthinks things and overanalyzes shit. I'm just always thinking, like, damn, like... Wh- what what did i do to deserve that or like why is this person like Mm -hmm. being so fucking weird to me you know but it's never really a personal thing absolutely i think a lot of what we should try to do is remember to not take shit personally when it comes to other people a lot of the time people are projecting shit that they're going through people are like you know stuck in whatever they're perceiving from other people and it's like no matter how hard you may try to be like yo that's not that <laughs> like what are you doing exactly. it's like they're gonna believe what they want to believe inside so it's like you know you could be doing your own thing and then people are taking shit hella personal right but i've i've definitely come across more women who genuinely support me than the opposite and um i feel like i'm surrounded by a really good group of women who are making moves and getting shit done like I'm super grateful for the business relationship that Sally and I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a pool party last summer, which was I like remember this. the best moment of my life, literally. And I truth, I truly could not have done it without her. Um, and she's just, she's been doing this since high school and she's, made such an amazing path for herself and you know those are the women that i that i want to surround myself Mm -hmm. with women who genuinely want to support you and want to help you and want to like lend resources to you and i'll gladly do that for her or you know any woman Mm -hmm. that comes across and like asks me a question or like hey you know how did you get started on this where did you go for this like i'll never hold back an answer i'll never hold back information or knowledge that i've gained Mm -hmm. if it means that it's gonna help someone be in a better position because that's that's what i want i want everyone to eat you know like i'm not selfish we all there's room for everyone to succeed there's literally like fashion is literally (laughs) a i think it's like a seven billion dollar industry like Come on, there's there's room for everyone, definitely. So, the party. The party. Ugh. Let's get into this the function. party. That was the party of the summer. Don't let anyone tell you different. It was amazing. Um, I was actually like reminiscing about it last night because I saw a picture that I took back in 2018. Um, of like just myself writing things down and planning it and i was just so amazed um at how i literally manifested that event and i remember it must have been 
it must have been the year of 2018 where I initially went to the venue that I wanted to host it at and I met with the manager and she was like yeah so you know we can definitely do this for you blah 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 oh and it's gonna be like twelve thousand dollars and I went to my boyfriend's house and I was like I I was so depressed I was like I don't have twelve thousand dollars but I want to do this pool party he was like relax (laughs) you're gonna do the pool party it's fine like you'll figure out a way and I spent that whole year literally just like researching you know figuring out how people throw events and then I was like oh okay so we'll have someone sponsor it Mm -hmm. and literally by the grace of god i found someone to sponsor it um so this sponsor gave me like half the money so i was able to put in a deposit and then i was like okay well we'll just charge people this amount and that money will cover the rest that's owed and um you know i hit up sally and she was really excited to do it with me um i also hit up um the twins chelsea and cheyenne shout out to them they have a brand called i think i'm gonna say it wrong undo something like mm-hmm. that um sorry i'm, I'm sorry Apologies. guys i don't know how to pronounce it but they are two amazing ass people who have such amazing style they put out such amazing content and products definitely check them out um and they're like the sweetest girls ever so i was super super proud of how that event turned out it's my first event mm-hmm. i don't go anywhere i don't pop out <laughs> i hate parties i hate social events like i'm a super super introvert mm-hmm. so the thought of hosting an event like that really was so overwhelming it filled me up with so much anxiety and actually that day was just a fucking shit show from start to finish um i had to like go to my seamstress Mm -hmm. in queens to pick up the the products that i was gonna sell and i was super fucking stressed my mom god bless her heart she picked up all the bathing suits for me i was actually supposed to pick up um mikey who dj'd the party shout out to mikey for djing by the way on such short notice shout out to you mr (laughs) felt shout out to him um and i was supposed to pick him up but i was running late so i was like i'm like i need to put you in an uber and so i had to fucking pay for his uber to get to the venue as i was driving to the venue i got in a car accident because i was so fucking nervous yes i got in a car accident showed up to my own party late and i was just I was so overwhelmed. I was so fucking overwhelmed. I pulled up to the party like probably half an hour late. People were texting me like, oh my God. Sally was texting me like, um, they're letting people in early because we were supposed to start. We, we needed to like change the time for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to start at like seven or something. I don't know. But anyway. They started letting people in early. We were not set up. And luckily, <laughs> luckily for me, Sally and her team, they actually set up my little area. So, like, um, she got me, like, a clothing rack mm-hmm. and hangers and shit. Shout out to her for that because if... Shout out to 
a lot of this collaboration yo i'm telling you i'm telling you i could not have done it without these people um and oh also someone stole my fucking phone that night and i'm still mad i want the hands whoever it was i want the hands because how how are you going to steal How the host's phone? attend someone's event and steal their phone? <laughs> yeah. I was so angry when I woke up. And fucking Mikey blew out the speakers. And he had to text his mom <laughs> to bring him speakers. It was a mess. That night was so... Oh, actually, that same night, I believe, it was a blackout. It was a blackout. It was like a it power a, outage yes. on the entire west yes, side. it was. And I, I don't know if that's the reason that the speakers blew out or that he was just playing the music too loud. But, oh my God, I think we were out I of remember, music for a yeah. while or something shout out to mikey's mom for bringing speakers <laughs> all the way to midtown um and it's just so funny to me that everyone had such a good time because i had the worst time ever also <laughs> also i got super fucking drunk to the point where i wasn't even selling shit i was giving shit out for free don't get drunk at your own event guys because that's the worst <laughs> mistake you could ever make <laughs> Yo, I was a mess that day. I mean, from what it sounds like, it's like the day was hard enough, and by the end of it, you were just like, fuck it. I was it. like, fuck it, I need, I need to get drunk. This is the only way that I'm going to get through this night. And, you know, granted, I had a good time, given all of the circumstances, but I'm just really glad that everyone else had a good time. It, like, I really feel like that event was kind of a turning point for, for me and my brand, and I can't wait to host more parties. I mean, this is definitely not going to be the last one. My goal is honestly to make this like a huge event, turn it into something big, you know, do a whole tour, go to different cities, different countries. Like I want this to be a really big party that people look forward to. I mean, honestly, it looked dope. Everything looked <laughs> like everyone just kept talking about it kept talking about how much fun they it had was it so was much genuinely fun. like it was the party of the summer essentially it like, was a lot of fun i'm i'm glad everyone had fun that's all i really wanted that's yeah all everyone definitely did shout out to all that collaboration yeah. that you just meant it mentioned shout out to savvy chelsea cheyenne they're they're awesome people they're do you really feel like great you see yourself women. in the future like collaborating on like a line just with anyone or like who would you want to collaborate as a matter of fact who would you want to collaborate with so actually i do have a collaboration in the works um i don't know if you're familiar with the brand soiree but um that is my friend drew and his girlfriend fran shout out to them they're super super talented they're so creative they are probably the two most amazing photographers that i know personally um, their work is so good. And recently, actually, they just got their one of their shirts on Fabulous and he posted them, like he tagged them mm-hmm. on Instagram and shit. And they're actually in a boutique right now in New Jersey. I'm, I'm just so proud of them and happy for them. And we have a really, really cool collaboration coming up for next year. And she just gave you guys tea. I did. <laughs> I did. I don't even know if I was supposed to do that, but... Sorry. I mean, if it doesn't work out <laughs> next year, you know, it collaboration is still in the works. No, always, it's definitely going to so. work out, though. Definitely. Like, definitely. And um, it's going to be super dope. I, I feel like um, 
I feel like they're really challenging me creatively and they're kind of like helping me step out of my comfort zone so I'm really excited to see everything you know in its final um, stage and I can't wait for it do you feel like you see yourself expanding outside of swimwear at some point yeah totally um actually I have don't give us too much tea girl (laughs) we're here for the tea like this this is what I came here for I'm actually dropping my two my first two ready-to-wear pieces in a few weeks oh my god I'm super excited um and then next summer I'm not gonna tell you what it is but next summer I'm working on a completely new product and I I can't wait I cannot wait for people to see what it is I can't wait to see everyone's like reaction um it's just it's gonna be so dope and when I do finally announce it it's gonna just make a lot of sense so I'm really excited for it. <laughs> this sounds all exciting. It sounds yeah. very exciting. I feel like I'm I feel like things are moving at a much faster pace as opposed to how they were like my first 2 years. Um you know, now that I graduated from college and you know, I really don't have a job right now. I have a lot of time mm-hmm. to like figure out you know what I want to do um for this upcoming year and I have a lot of time to like really perfect it so I'm really excited as you should be (laughs) and as for yourself just like dreams hopes aspirations like who do you want to see in LBB society like is there somebody specific that you're like wow if they were to hit you up and wear your shit today you're like (laughs) geeked (laughs) like I would love to talk about that, but I have, I feel like before I've had the tendency to speak on things a little too early Mm. and they never happen. And also I have a very, very, very strong relationship with God. And I feel like the same way that God speaks to people through or God speaks to me through people and through events, the devil does the same exact thing. So I have learned to like keep those kind of things to myself Mm because like I don't want to say it. um, You don't want to be speaking too early. I don't want to say it too early Mm -hmm. and then it not happen. And at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. But I mean, generally speaking, I would love to see LBB like in magazines and just... I mean, I don't really care who wears it. I just, I, I just want people to like like my stuff and mm-hmm. like want to buy it. You know, that's all I really care about. So you're, <laughs> so I actually didn't peg this for you, but like you're, you operate in a very spiritual sense and like you know who you are. Totally. Where do you feel like that came from? So I grew up in a Christian home. Um, that's like. The religion I've known all my life. My grandmother has an extremely strong relationship with God. Um, she, like, he speaks directly to her in, like, dreams and visions and things like that. It's fucking creepy. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not a churchgoer, and I'm not, like, a fucking goody two-shoes. Like, I'm far mm-hmm. from it, actually. But I, I definitely, like, I pray every night. Um, I try to pray every morning, but that's, that hasn't been working out. But 
I do talk to God and and for the past year or so like the past two years I've been very in tune with myself and like how I feel Mm -hmm. because before I used to suppress my emotions I used to be super like just cold-hearted super indifferent and I used to act like nothing bothered me and I used to avoid all my issues and all my problems and when bad things happen to me I used to question God. I used to be like, why are you doing this to me? Like, why me? Mm-hmm. Like, what? what is so bad about me that I had to go through this? So I learned that that's not the mentality to have. I learned that you should never question God. Everything happens for a reason. Um, and I learned that he speaks to me through people and through mm-hmm. events and through things that happen in my life. So Absolutely. Um, now... Um, like this month in particular so many things I mean this whole year just like has been a year of such huge transformation for me Um, like you know graduating college and figuring out what the fuck I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do after college and um, now like not really having a job and now I have all this time to focus on what I want my career to be it's just I'm I'm going through a lot of changes and I feel like I feel like God is kind of like forcing me into the next chapter of my life and mm. change is really scary for me I don't I don't I don't like change I don't like it's feeling the earth sign ting <laughs> yo definitely <laughs> um and what was I saying I, I don't like change and I, I really hate feeling uncomfortable and like not in my comfort zone but you know like it's it's necessary Mm -hmm. for you to like grow and and move on you know like you can't keep living the same life forever and I was actually telling my best friend the other day that I feel like the past few years of my life are a sacrifice like I feel like I'm sacrificing so much I'm giving up so much in order for God to present me with new blessings and new opportunities um yeah And so, yeah, lately I've been just embracing everything that's been going on in my life because I'm going through a lot right now. And instead of questioning God and instead of being like, why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me? I'm just being like, okay, well, you know, I know you're preparing me for something. I don't know what it Mm -hmm. is, but I know that like whatever you have planned for me is way better and more necessary than what I have planned for myself so um this year has definitely been the year of like my faith being stronger than my fears I was just thinking about that yeah that's kind of like that's been my motto that's the theme that's That's definitely been the theme of my life for this year um I've learned to just put my trust and my faith in God and just just trusting the fact that if I put in the work and if I do the things that he wants me to do Mm -hmm. he's going to bless me accordingly absolutely I think even just doing anything that you know isn't necessarily easy or it's not like the road that is most taken and most followed doing anything going rogue on your own entrepreneur whatever creative I think it's important especially if you operate in a very spiritual sense to understand that like you you need to have faith over fear and fear does not exist where you know faith is Mm 
So at the end of the day, it's like, are you going to operate in faith? Are you going to believe in yourself? Are you going to believe in, you know, what has been set over your life? Are you going to believe in, you know, your higher power? Or are you going to operate in fear all the time or operate within your circumstances? Because sometimes it's like, just like you said, I don't have 12,000 to give you for this party. But boom, you did that. You, it came to you. Yeah, and that's something that I always look back on is like, I, I, that was that was really a moment of I'm me, sure. um, you know, putting my trust in, in God and, and believing that he was going to help me figure the shit out. Um, and it happened, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, granted, it took like over a year, but it happened when it was supposed to happen right and not when i wanted it to happen because who knows what the fuck else could have gone wrong mm-hmm. had i done it you know when i wanted, when to, wanted do it. to do it and even a few months ago i ran into a friend on the, the train and you know he was just telling me like this is a friend that like we kind of grew apart and didn't just lost touch for whatever right. reason and then i saw him and we were catching up and he was telling me about how he moved out and he got a new job this then and the third i'm like wow i'm so proud of you like the last time i saw you you know you were in a completely different space and um he was just like yeah man like you just re- you gotta get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm. and that kind of like that stuck with me um since the moment he said it because you like there's no growth where you're comfortable there's no progression there's no um evolution if you're continuing to do the same things and and surrounding yourself with the same people or Mm -hmm. just like i don't know there's a lot of um you become stagnant when you're comfortable and so that's something that i'm working on it's just like being okay with being uncomfortable like change isn't supposed to be easy no it is not at all and nothing good comes easy Mm-hmm. so yeah guys get comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah it's definitely important to like put yourself through that like a hard shit of like you gotta do this this is gonna make you better this is gonna like push you forward it's like right. getting through it is obviously very hard and it's obviously easier said than done but like if you continue to really like push yourself oftentimes like remembering for me personally remembering like why i'm doing something is often what will push me and it's like okay this is why i'm doing this like keep it keep it going keep the same momentum like at the end of the day and if it doesn't happen now it will happen in its time and i think that is really important compared to like what you mentioned because a lot of the time we don't realize when we force things how how much we could mess up for ourselves like, that's so true we force it and force it and force it and it's like it's not supposed to happen this way and it's not supposed to happen right now and you need to pump the brakes that's so true bro and that's i think that goes hand in hand with um not paying attention to the signs whether mm-hmm. you believe in god or not or you believe in allah or you, the universe whatever the fuck it is like i I don't think anyone can deny that there's a higher power there's like some source above us that is helping us navigate life Mm -hmm. and it's like if you keep going against the grain of what god or the universe or allah is telling you like shit is gonna keep punching you in the face it's not gonna be easy it's like you're gonna be miserable if you 
try to like force shit Mm -hmm. and that's something that i'm learning the hard way is that like i can't force things because it's never going to end up the way i want it to end up absolutely so you know i have to just let it be and i i I think people are so like i mean naturally people don't want to be afraid people don't want to be sad people Mm -hmm. don't want to be like angry or alone or whatever but like that's just life it is what it is you know and if you gotta go through some shit and it's gonna make you sad just be sad you know the feeling will feel go away feel your feelings yeah feeling feel whatever it is that you're feeling mm-hmm. that's something that I've definitely learned within the past year is that I can't keep trying to pretend like I'm not feeling this right you know I can't keep trying to pretend that like I'm not going through it mm-hmm. you know cause that's part of life and that's what helps mold you and that's part of your journey you know like you're not like you're not only made up of the good times in your life Mm -hmm. if anything you learn the best lessons when you're going through shit yeah exactly so um i've i've learned so many things this year it's crazy um but that's like one of the biggest things that i've learned is that you know your faith should definitely be stronger than your fears and you should allow yourself the opportunity to feel whatever it is that you're feeling because that's what's going to help you get to that next chapter in life. Absolutely. Y'all heard it. It's a word. It's a whole word. Listen. Don't let any of this go over your head. I'm if a you're wise little girl, okay? <laughs> wise little girls out here. <laughs> but other than that, what is re- like? what makes you... What makes up you if you had to really think about like even just like some small things like who are you at your, you know, at your core? Just like what is Kiara all about? Because I think it plays a lot into the things that you do. I feel whether it be your nails, your earrings, your hair. I feel (laughs) like I'm really into just making myself happy and I feel like. I don't know like my mom calls me selfish all the time and she says that I only think about myself but like who else am I supposed to think about you know like if if I'm not thinking about myself who else is who's gonna think about exactly (laughs) so I'm just really into making myself happy and doing whatever it is that like brings me peace um whether it's like going on vacation or whether it's like doing my nails i'm really into doing my nails and you'll never see me without my nails done even if they look a little you know chopped like they look this right is now. a fact but they're always going to be done <laughs> and and you're a long nail kind of girl definitely always 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 um but yeah i'm also really i think the things that make me happy or like i feel my happiest when i have the freedom to do whatever i want um creatively like Mm -hmm. i feel even though life is all types of crazy right now i feel good when i can just like sit down and like draw something or like sew something up Mm -hmm. and like you know create something it makes me feel good i've actually um gone i've gotten into painting recently and that shit is so therapeutic it sounds it's so like fun you know um actually i i tried to follow a bob ross tutorial 
that shit is hard <laughs> shout out to all my artists because it's not easy <laughs> no it's not it is as not. easy as it looks but it's just like it's fun and i think that's just how i release all my emotions and that's just my outlet you know um not just designing but mm-hmm. like painting or um reading a book about fashion or about flowers or about architecture like you know watching a documentary about you know architecture or watching a documentary about i don't know a a designer or an artist mm-hmm. or a musician um i just i feel my best when i'm able to like learn about art that's awesome yeah <laughs> You said you were super active as a kid also, like fencing and gymnastics. Do you see yourself ever getting back into like that portion of your life? Hell no. (laughs) Hell fucking no. And now that you say it, I actually was pretty active. I was on a basketball team when I was like in second grade and I did volleyball throughout um, middle school. So yeah, I actually was pretty active as a kid. Um... And I think that was just me trying to find my outlet, like trying Mm. to find out what made me happy. Like, I just wanted to do everything. Um, And so when I finally found what it is that makes me happy, like, it's just been smooth sailing ever since. But no, I'm not going to go back to sports. Are you going to put your kids through that? (laughs) I don't want kids. (laughs) That's number one. People always look at me crazy when I say that. And it's funny because when I was in high school, I wanted like six kids. And I was always the friend. (laughs) I was always the friend that was like, oh my God, if I got pregnant right now, like I I would be so happy. Like a dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love kids and Mm -hmm. I love babies. But the older I've gotten the more aware I've become of how much work and how much responsibility it really is to take care of a kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm not ready for that. I'm not emotionally ready. I'm not financially ready. I'm just not in the position to care for someone that much. I think it would take a toll on me, to be completely honest. And I don't know how these parents do it. I really don't. But I don't see myself having kids. I'm just way too, I'm just, I'm way too selfish and I value freedom. Maybe a dog. <laughs> Maybe a dog. Yeah, I actually do want a dog, but I value my freedom too much to, mm. to like take care of someone else. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not going to work for me. Like, I like the freedom of just getting up and Girl, going. Girl, just be that auntie. I am, totally. Yeah, just for sure. Just be a rich aunt. For sure, for sure. Like, just... If it's going to be anything that you do for any child in this world, be the rich aunt. Yeah. We love the rich aunt. <laughs> we do. Hell yeah. That's that's definitely going to be Bear auntie vibes, and that's that. <laughs> I'm crying. Well, thank you so, so much. Like This was so much Thank you fun. so much for just sitting here, for opening up, for talking about yourself. Cause that's I know like, I don't normally do this, and I don't think anything that I said, I don't I don't think anyone really knows besides like my two best friends so this was fun awesome <laughs> well guys you heard it here um i'm your host kiana at kiana.m triple j on instagram also follow at lowkey genius 
and stay tuned if you haven't listened to the last episode go do that and then you know just tap in tap into everything that was said here tap into lbv society it is amazing i'm not just saying that i would never just say that (laughs) y'all know that (laughs) shout out to kiana man bye guys i had a great time um thank you guys for listening and again shout out to kiana she's doing her thing out here